0: Cycle would be God of War, because I'm seeing it get like a 9.5 out of 10. IGN gave it a 10. Yeah. And then I'll probably get um because I already had it ordered, Sonic Frontiers. Because at Best Buy, you get a free steel book with your pre-order. Okay, cool. So those are probably the two that I'm gonna get. Yeah.
1: It is a super clash podcast, a podcast about shorter games. It is episode seventy-five. I'm your host, Kale. Hey, it's Connor. And how was your week, Connor? <laughs> Very tiring, actually. Yeah. Despite it being a short week for me. Oh yeah, because you had Monday off, didn't you? Yeah, I uh, had a pretty good time. Good. Um, I have this coming Monday off, and I cannot
0: wait. Heck yeah, man! You gotta you gotta make up for it and watch a horror movie like I did on
1: Monday. We'll see. We'll see. Like I I've been really like itching to play some Elden Ring, like a lot of Elden Ring, because um. whenever I'm not playing, well, let me say that again. Whenever I'm not been playing the games that we've been that we play for the show i've been playing a lot of elden ring because i started a new build and i'm loving it it's a it's a bleed build okay so for those for those who played elden ring will know what i'm talking about so i
0: really need to beat uh pokemon legends arceus yeah because with the new game coming out i'm gonna be like fuck i forgot about that too Uh uh-huh yep yep oh my uh my new Switch OLED for Pokemon shipped! Yay! So, but this the scary part is, uh, it's it was supposed to come today, uh, but now it's not coming till tomorrow. And where will we be tomorrow? We'll be going to the cat cafe tomorrow. Yeah, which makes me uncomfortable because I don't think that
1: Switch will fit inside my
0: parcel locker. Hmm.
1: You think you can contact your neighbor and say, "Hey, could you"? grab this parcel for me while I'm away? Yeah,
0: I might shoot him a text tomorrow morning and be like, hey, if it if it doesn't get delivered by the time we leave, um, I don't know how early FedEx delivers, but.
1: It really depends
0: on the route. As someone that used to work FedEx. I feel like it always happens this way, right? So like, I'm home 99.9% of the time because I work from home. I don't really get out a ton. But I swear to you, the day that I'm having something either big or expensive (laughs) delivered is the day that I'm not going to be home. And it's like, God, why? Why? If it had come Mm -hmm. today, like it was supposed to, no problem. I was home almost all day. Mm -hmm. So
1: I don't know. We, we had a couple of deliveries at um, for my house, it was just your basic stuff. Um, I got some, uh, new belts for a vacuum Mm -hmm. and, uh, Lily got a charger for her camera and, what she told me is that Amazon literally chucked them at our door, and they hit our. I, I, th- if I understood her correctly, they, they threw them, and like it hit the door, and kind of like uh, what those old paper boys used to do. They used to chuck mm-hmm. them at at the door, and it would hit the the door and fall on the ground. It's not surprising to me, and I'm I'm glad at the very least the um the vacuum belts aren't fragile, but yeah, I hope her uh, camera charger's okay. Yeah, hopefully so. Which I kind of get, because it's been raining very, very hard all day today. Yeah. But still, that's someone else's package, for God's sakes. Yeah. uh, Speaking of rain, uh,
0: our window downstairs, like our front window, it just started leaking water today during the rain.
1: (sighs) Isn't home ownership fun? Oh, just life.
0: Life in general lately Mm -hmm. has just been like, hey, you want some more problems?
1: Here's some more problems. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, everything is terrible, Connor. <laughs>
0: I saw an interesting uh, movie though. I mentioned it um oh, yeah. earlier. Uh, I think it was called Deadstream. It was on Shudder, which I believe you have now, right?
1: We have Shudder now. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, so it's one of their exclusives, and basically it takes place where so there's a It's implied that he's, like, a YouTuber and, like, a Twitch streamer, Mm -hmm. but he's been canceled for doing some shitty stuff, and he is coming back. And so his whole channel gimmick was, like, him facing his fears, right? And so one of his fears is, oh, I'm going to stay the night in a haunted house, but I'm going to lock myself in there and take the spark plugs out of my car and throw them into the forest. Yeah. That's... Haunted house or not, that's just not smart, period. And he's going to live stream the whole thing with a bunch of, like, GoPros and shit. So he goes, and he's just... He's an absolute idiot, which kind of makes the movie funny a little bit. (laughs) Because this dude... He is... If you told me this was a real YouTuber or a real Twitch streamer, I would believe you. Because he plays it up so much for the camera, like all of them do, that you're like, yeah, I could believe him that Mm. he's an influencer, right? Yeah. And... uh. So, he ends up, like, fucking up and making all these mistakes that end up causing this entity to essentially try to possess him. (laughs) And so, it's this back and forth of him, like, trying to, like, stay alive. And, like, all the Twitch, or, uh, it's not Twitch, it's a different streaming app, but it's... It's all these uh, people in the chat are commenting like, "Wow, you're an idiot, man! Hey, you're gonna die!" Like all this <laughs> stuff, like just so mean. <laughs> and like, wow, this is <laughs> you deserve to get canceled and oh all my this god. stuff. Like all the, they're so mean to him, <laughs> and he's just like, "Oh, come on, guys, don't be like that." <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: god! I would say suggest checking it out. Okay, yeah, sweet. And uh shifting gears here, since we're talking about movies. Uh, unfortunately, there is, um, a rumor going around that the director of Raya and the Last Dragon, um, is involved in a live-action remake of the film Your Name. To anyone that doesn't know, Your Name is an anime movie, uh, and- one of the greatest anime movies I've I've ever seen yeah it's such a good movie like check it out and we had this conversation over text of just like why yeah that's that I remember you said you just sent me a text just why it's one of those things where it's like why why remake something
0: that is a less than 10 years old b Still holds up, and C is a ten out of ten movie. You can't make it better; it will
1: only be worse. Mm-hmm. It can only be worse. <laughs> you know, it's like it's 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 one of those movies. Like you said, it, it can't be remade. Just like the Goonies, the Goonies will never can never be remade any oh, better. Sh- don't
0: say it too loud. Hollywood will be
1: remaking it tomorrow. Oh my god! <laughs> um, and I had another movie that left me, but I'm so sorry. It's all good. <laughs> but but there's a lot of movies like that that are like classics like, oh Princess Bride that was the movie oh they were talking about wanting to
0: remake that at one point point. and I really hope they don't and the the lead actor his name escapes me um, but he was just like why? it's one of the few perfect films out there mm-hmm. you know and I agree you don't not everything needs a remake I can understand like if there was a movie that was made many years ago and for whatever reasons due to like limitations, budget restrictions, they couldn't make the movie they wanted to make or it just doesn't hold up, mm-hmm. fine. Maybe a remake will be good. But very few remakes are ever better than the originals. And in the case of Your Name, why? That movie, I think, came in like, maybe like 2016. That sounds right. It's not that old, right? Visually, it's one of the best-looking animated films to this date mm-hmm. like it's in my it's my number one animated film, yes but it's it should be in everyone's top 10 right and i just don't understand well i do understand it's money it's money people want but, money
1: but why live action and see that's and i again we we had this conversation off the air i just think western audiences specifically americans they don't see animation as a medium. They see it as a genre, and a genre for kids. Yes. And anything that's animated... I don't know. What, what, what was it I said? It's like... Western audiences would flip the fuck out over the scene of Misuha who... Sorry. Over Taki in mitsuha's body touching her boobs yeah it's like but in live action that's totally fine
0: yeah in live action they they wouldn't care because you got all these these teen dramas all the time on tv that will sexualize teens and and shit like that but in an animated film oh no everybody's a pervert though the characters that are doing it are the same age technically not but you'll Mm -hmm. figure that out but you know, they're, they're, yeah. they're under the perception of being minors, right? To each yes. other.
1: <laughs> the the only thing, the only thing that I can see, actually, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say, say that. Um, we can talk about it off, off the air, but. Yeah. And
0: it's hard to talk about your name without spoiling it for people who haven't seen mm-hmm. it, which if you haven't seen it, change that.
1: Yeah. Right away. It's, it's at Target. You can get it off, uh, like, I think Amazon Prime. Oh yeah. Um, it's, so- it's. Such a good movie, and also Weathering With You, also by the same director.
0: Yeah, Makoto Shinkai. And honestly, I've seen the sub and the dub. Both were perfectly fine. And the um the soundtrack was done by Rad Wimps, and Radwimps Wimps actually did it in Japanese and English. hmm So watching it either way, you're really not missing anything. Right. So there's no excuse not to
1: watch it. Mm-hmm so uh hollywood i'm calling you out don't make it don't do it don't do it please don't and and uh stop making the uh train to busan remake yes oh my gosh that's Mm. train to new york oh my can we can we be done
0: can we be done with disaster movies taking place in new york it is so done and overplayed i don't give a shit about new york i'm sorry if you're from new york i'm sorry you have a thousand and one movies out there about your city and some sort of disaster in it. Mm-hmm. You're good. You've had some real life disasters too. So why would you want more disaster films? Exactly.
1: You know, just I, for once I want to see a, a Midwestern s- city get yeah. destroyed
0: though. Interestingly enough, you mentioned that, um, I heard they're doing some of the filming for the last of a show in Kansas city.
1: Yeah. Mostly just for B roll footage.
0: But, you know, if they're if they're willing to do B-roll footage, why not make part of it take place in Kansas City? Right? I don't know. But like, what is it? What would it hurt? I don't know. I can't imagine it's expensive to film here. You know, probably not. Yeah, I, I can't I can't say you've had a lot of competition or or that people would be pissed that you're closing off streets for a little bit. Because honestly, the city probably wants the
1: revenue it would bring. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah. So let's move on to our topic tonight. Um, the game we'll be talking about is Maquette. Yes. This is developed by uh, Graceful Decay and released in 2021. You can generally beat this in about three and a half hours, and you can get this on almost all the platforms. Um, minus like your streaming platforms like Stadia and Amazon Luna
0: and it's actually on sale i just looked on psn it,
1: though it was a free psn uh title at one yeah. point mm-hmm. uh, it's half off right now so it's 10 nice. bucks yeah What, two bucks 10 bucks oh 10 bucks and the story basically is about this man named michael that um finds a sketchbook and he reminisces about a an ex-girlfriend um and kind of their time together before it all just falls into a million pieces. Yeah. Um this is a first-person puzzle game that kind of has uh super liminal vibes a little bit. It's like super liminal light, I think. E- exactly. The 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 hook of this game is is you have this so you have four quadrants in the in the world and in the middle you you like have this domed gazebo with a like a scale model of the map that you're currently in, mm-hmm. and that's what that's kind of where the game gets its name. Maquette, a maquette is basically a a sculptor's small preliminary model or sketch. Okay, that makes sense then. With and that. so that that's kind of what you're working with, and how you get these superliminal vibes is what you put into the scale model will be scaled in the real world. So. Mm-hmm. So, like, a very prime example early on in the game is you get a key that's, like, a little bit bigger than normal, but you put it next to the model, you can make a bridge out of it, and then that key becomes massive and a bridge in real life. Yeah. So, I was, once I figured this out, I was totally into the, into this. Like, I love this concept. I wanted more of this concept ever since I played Superliminal. Yeah. Yeah. However, the I want to st- pause real fast and talk about the story. Um you will recognize uh the voice acting in this at least one. Yes. Um Bryce Dallas Howard, which I picked up immediately. I was like, that's Bryce Dallas Howard. And I googled um, it and I was like, yep, Yeah. Yep. See, <laughs> with with me like I didn't quite catch it immediately. I was like, I recognize that voice. And so I I googled it and found out um and she voices the character Kenzie, and Michael is voiced by Seth Gable, which I found out that they're married in real life.
0: Yeah, it was when I searched uh, Maquette and Bryce Dallas Howard that it was like, yeah, also, this is her husband who's doing the, the main protagonist. Which
1: which is cool. It is really cool that an actual um, married couple is portraying a couple um, in the game. Yeah. And so you, you can kind of hear um, their kind of love for each other early on in these characters' relationships, and you, you can believe that they love each other. Yeah. Um, however, like, the story is predictable. Like, you you kind of have an idea of where it's going to go. Um, story didn't really grab me um, that much. I think it was mostly just used to kind of progress you from one puzzle to the next. I think the story is just like of this couple who
0: they had a really strong honeymoon phase to their relationship, mm-hmm. and over time there started to be cracks that would develop. And instead of acknowledging the cracks, they glossed over them and would progress the relationship further. Like, oh, we we're gonna buy a house together. Oh, we're gonna. I think it's implied they get married because one of the parts is in a, a chapel, right? Yeah. You have to ring the bell in the chapel. Mm-hmm. So I- instead of just addressing these issues, they're thinking, you know, how the, some parents will th- think, oh, if we'll have a kid, it'll save our marriage, right? Ugh, no. You know, that sort of toxic mentality. And I, I was playing it and, m- and my wife was watching and she's like, oh, when we got to the point where the relationship started breaking down, she's like, this is so toxic. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I know. And, did you get the impression that i think both of them were somewhat at fault especially for not addressing the issues yeah i found bryce dallas howard's character to be a bit more antagonistic and probably more contributed to the breakdown and i mentioned that to my wife and she was like well what do you mean and i was like well in one of the circumstances um she comes home from work and he closes his laptop and asks her how her, her day was. Yes. And she's like, why did you do that? Are you hiding something from me? And he's like, no, I was giving you my undivided attention. And then another fight they have later on is him not really paying attention and be like, oh, how, how, was, your, how was school? And she's like, oh, I was at work today. I didn't have school today, right? And so she's like, you're not paying any attention to me. And it's like, you can see a cause and effect he wasn't feeling like his attention that he was giving her was going appreciated. Mm-hmm. So he just stopped putting in the extra effort. Right. Mm-hmm. And that happens in, in real couples, you know? So I thought that was interesting, but at the same time you're in the background going, come on, just talk things out. Like don't let yeah. shit
1: fester. Yes. Mm-hmm. You got static, you know, you gotta, you gotta break up that static. <laughs> right. And I, I want to backtrack go fast. Cause you mentioned the chapel. Each, as you progress the story, like each chapter, each, qua- um, the quadrants that you solve, they do kind of play a part into how the story is. Like, um, you work your way to the secret spot that Kenzie never told anyone about and, and that Michael finds out about. And then you go to their dream house mm-hmm. and, and everything. All, all, all of, mo- most of the things that you, so they have some relevance to the story. Yes. Um. There comes a point though to where it stops doing that, which I don't understand why. It'll stay, I'd say, twenty
0: five percent relevant, and then the rest of it, you're like, how does this connect? Mo- and that's
1: mostly in the last two chapters. I think so. Um. Like I understand when when uh Michael finally has it and he goes for a walk, and. There, you, there's no puzzles to solve. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just wa- It's you're just walking at for storytelling, and um, the city becomes kind of warped and weird as, you know, as you get, as you progress further in. Mm-hmm. So, but after that, like none of the puzzles really have any relevance in the story. You can make an argument with the last chapter.
0: I think the last chapter, so the last chapter is like this world that's crumbled to pieces and you have to put things back together and bring in, you know, it's lacking color. And I think that's symbolism for like, she was his whole world. And they even basically say that, like, you know, they spent a huge chunk of their life together and they spent a lot of their time together. And so when without her, he feels like his world is falling apart basically mm-hmm. and so the last chapter is you navigating this broken world trying to fix things or make it at least prettier and livable right right and you know things aren't perfect by the end of it right but there's there's a little bit of hope at the
1: end that it's things a bit are gonna be better ending yes it's very melancholy mm-hmm. i think um so that's basically what the story is i want to dive deeper a little bit into the puzzles
0: okay
1: um Starting out, these puzzles are pretty well thought out and intuitive. Like I would say the first or second chapter, like you, you look at the puzzle and you kind of get an idea of what you need to do.. Mm-hmm. However, this kind of falls into the ever forward issue, um, a game that, that we played early on in our new format, to where you you're given a puzzle and you really have no idea what to do. And the solution is something that you would have never thought of. Yeah. I had to look up solutions a lot because I would try these things and none of them seemed, would seem to work. Hmm, interesting.
0: I uh, I can see where you're coming from where it definitely has a lot of the, the complaint that I made also about Ever Forward of it doesn't feel... Like, the solution feels like you're either cheating or you're doing it wrong. Even though you made it through, you're like, huh, that's weird. Um, so I, I have a positive a positive and a negative I've noticed from the gameplay. The positive is, what I liked is, once you've solved everything you can solve in a certain piece of the puzzle, they block it off with, like, a yes force field barrier thing. And that's good, because it kept me from wandering around, going backtracking, because I tend to backtrack when I'm mm-hmm. like, did I miss something? Um, but what I think they, they really kind of suffered on is that the puzzles didn't make a whole lot of sense later in the game. Yep. And I, had to, I only had to look up one. And the one that got me was... Uh, I'm trying to think of how to even describe it. It's the one where you have to jump over the wall and then go into an elevator, and then like go back in, and it opens that gate.
1: Uh, I think I know where the which one pink you're talking crystal about. is. Oh yeah, um, that was like chapter two, where two or you, three. you you yeah you pick up a, like a pink crystal crystal sphere, mm-hmm. and you're like, I have no idea what I need to do, and I just there was another like, um, crystal that's kind of in this like holder. I just touched it accidentally, and it disintegrates, and the wall goes down. Well, it's after that. Oh, after that. after that. that.
0: You see the pink crystal there in the holder that's within touching range, Mm -hmm. and it opens up the gate that's in front of you, and then you walk through, and there's a larger version of the area behind a gate, but you can't touch it to the thing, and you have to go back in, jump over a wall. That one, yeah. Yeah. That one, I wandered around for ages trying to figure out, and Mm -hmm. I couldn't figure that one out. The others, I want to just say, I just got lucky. I just dinked around with enough stuff. Especially the uh, the infuriating one was the key one, uh, where you, oh, you got to change the key size to fit yes. into the door.
1: Um, that one frustrated me because, for for one, they hint it's a very subtle hint of like there's there's a space, um, between. The, um, the upper part of that hole and the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, at first glance, you wouldn't have seen it. But when you walk into another room, there's these two holes to where you can basically change the key, the, um, the size of the key. Yes. But what, what really is going on is that there is a hidden, like, pit with, with the right size key to go through it. Um, with, with the whole theme of this game being small, like a smaller scale model, there is no indication of another pit being up there because the two pits next to um, the locked door, you have to angle it. You have to angle it in order to go up there. Yeah. There's no hint that there's something worth looking up there.
0: Yeah. And so it's almost like a pseudo red herring mm-hmm. when they like put those the, the key there. And then those two little pits that will either shrink or grow the key. So. I messed with that forever. I was like maybe you got to do twice in this one and one in this one or you know try it over and over and it was just never the right size. And I was like son of a bitch,
1: what am I doing wrong here? See, like I think that's one of the worst like I think that's a cardinal sin of of a puzzle game is a red herring. Yeah. Um if if done wrong, like I like I said, you can you can have a red herring, it's fine, but the solution needs to be um, obvious enough. You can't spend too much time on the red herring. The mm-hmm. red herring, you have to be able to figure
0: out. Oh, that's not the actual solution fast enough, where you're not wasting too much time on it. I mm-hmm. think. Um,
1: um, the one that got me, um, it was it was in the same chapter. Is when you're approaching a wall, and like there's clearly where you need to go is is up high. I know you're talking about. Um, and you go into this other room and. The smaller version of the wall is there with pillars, but it never occurred to me, without looking it up, that I had to just like stack the pill like the the pillars on the smaller version of the wall.
0: I knew pretty much right away to do that because I noticed that the the smaller one looked like the bigger one.
1: Mm-hmm. I noticed that part.
0: I, however, it took me a little while to figure this out because I was trying to figure out do I make it into a ramp? So I was like taking two of the other ones and then stacking the other one at an angle on top of those. No, it doesn't get you, it's too steep of an angle. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, how do I angle them in such a way? And I ended up solving it with two of them, only two. Okay. I don't know if I did it the right way, but... The solution I saw, they um, they used all three. Mine was like, so uh, I'm making a weird shape, but whatever. Here's, here's, Use your imagination, here's one, people. right? and then i had another one sitting on top of it like this mm-hmm. and that i just made an x and that's how gotcha. i got up there okay um but yeah that one was confusing and so was the uh, i don't want to say this next one is confusing it was i knew how to solve it but i just couldn't get it to work and it was the uh where you have a stacked like totem pole and you're supposed to spin the different oh, sections right. of it yep. to get the right order and then the second phase of that, they hide them, the, the sequence, behind the pillar so you can't see it. Mm-hmm. And I messed with that, and I messed with that, and I messed with that. And I finally just, like, was just throwing the scale model around so many times until I could kind of sort of see it through a little sliver. And I was like, eh, close enough. Did, 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 did it. But it didn't feel right, you know? Right. That, that's the whole key thing with the last handful of puzzles in this game. The first ones knocked it out of the park. You knew when you did things right. I was not so certain I did everything right in the
1: end. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, this game also near the end suffered from a lot of technical issues. The game, the game ran fine for the most part. Just at the, just for some reason, at the very last bit, the game started stuttering and locking. Um, and it was the the puzzle where. You had these smaller s- versions of a house, of uh, like houses, and you had like this bridge I- in a tetra shape on one I know end, what you're talking about, and then a bridge in a tetra shape on the other end, and you like had to. It-, it was a it's a very confusing puzzle, and it didn't have really any relevance to the story at all. Um,
0: I think it. I got the symbolism in it. I got the symbolism. Oh yeah because the way to make the puzzle work was, so you had you had a shape that was kind of like a, a crescent shape, and the other shape had a round shape, and you wanted to get to a point where the circle went into there. So basically, it was symbolizing bringing the two of them back together mm-hmm. sort of thing. And so I, I understood it, but I know what you mean by the technical issues. It was very clunky, and I thought... For a lot of the game, honestly, um, moving around some of the pieces was a little clunkier than it needed to mm-hmm. be. But
1: the one the one thing I'm saying specifically, like, I had a lot of issues with when I'm trying to place these puzzles, the game would freeze up. A lot of times my camera would, I would look one um, in one direction, and, pers- and the game would force my camera to look in another direction. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it had to do with, like, the... The game having an, an issue with processing a smaller version, smaller version, and a bigger version at the same time, because because you see the bigger version move into place in your in your line of sight, mm-hmm. and which is weird because you had that the entire game and you had no issues. I don't know why this specific puzzle was having that issue. And another issue I had with that puzzle was I felt like it was a massive time waster because you would you would arrange these two pieces together to create a bridge mm-hmm. but then on the other side there's this gap and everything is like kept, is like flipped on its side and you have to arrange it in a way to where you can go across the first pit mm-hmm. and then use the wall as a bridge to to cross the second the second gap yeah and i was just getting frustrated because i would arrange it in a way I would go across the first gap just fine, realizing that's not going to work, and having to walk all the way back, dealing with the stuttering. You don't have to walk all the way back. Oh, you don't? If you fell down the hole, okay, it just I, brings you right back. True. To the I get. I guess that's true. But, but still, it was it's still annoying.
0: Yeah. Once I figured out that I had to make—it took me a while to figure this out, but once I figured out that you had to make the pieces fit into each other, I was like, all right— and I'd go back and I was looking at the shapes, and I was like, "Where can I place them where when it flips on the side, they're going to be connected to each other And so that's how I eventually solved for mm-hmm. it but right. it's not the most uh apparent what you're supposed
1: to do there, yeah overall, like I think this game was fine it was it, it's clearly not the best puzzle game i I've, I've, I've ever played, yeah, but it's not the worst. No, it's it's competent enough.
0: The environments are pretty enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the the voice acting was pretty good. Storytelling was decent. And the story, though, a little cliched, I guess, um, and a little melancholy for my taste. I would have preferred a little happier of an ending, I mm-hmm. suppose. Um, but eh, it wasn't bad. Yeah. Just, eh. I'd give it a maybe six.
1: I'm thinking more like a seven for me. Yeah? But yeah. This, this game is not long. Like like I said, it's three hours. I beat it in two playthroughs, so... Yeah, that, that sounds about right for me. Like, I sat
0: down on Monday, played it for a while, until I got to that weird point where I needed to lower that bridge, and I just couldn't figure it out. I was like, eh, screw this. I went and watched that horror movie I mentioned, then came... Mm-hmm. back to it yesterday and then it was like, oh, I had I looked it up with the uh, hint system on the game. I didn't, I didn't know there was a hint system. Yeah. You hit the PlayStation button and then it will say, like, oh, tips. Oh, okay, you can...
1: so you like the, the built-in. Yeah, uh, and it
0: shows you a video of how to solve them.
1: Okay, because I thought there was, like, an actual hint in the game. <clears throat> no, no. But, I mean,
0: the developers, I think, put that in there. Okay. I think that's part of the game i don't think it's like a third party that's putting that in there true okay so I, I i can see that so uh yeah i mean i only had to use it the one time but i could definitely see if i had wanted to play through it a little quicker i would have probably used it more i did however um find a little
1: secret easter egg that was pretty cool i think i know which one you're doing you're talking about the, the doghouse one yes um i it's kind of funny. I, I saw that doghouse. I'm like, there's something in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when it got to a point where, um, I was really tiny and could fit in that doghouse, I totally forgot about it.
0: Oh, yeah. If you go in the doghouse, you get not only an achievement, but you get, um, I think it's a little message or something on the inside that says like these are all like the dogs of the, the dogs and cats of the developer.
1: Oh, so it's like
0: all of their pets from the development team. And I was like, that's really cool. What
1: well, I, I got a YouTube that now.
0: Yeah, it, it was cute. Um, And they're like little hand-drawn versions of them.
1: So that. Oh, yeah, that is so sweet. Um, So it's a little bit of a shorter episode tonight, which is OK. It's that's fine. But um, next week, what's the game that we're, that we're playing, Connor? I think we're going to play Fight and Rage. OK, I've I've never heard of this game, but. I've seen some gameplay of it. It looks cool. We haven't played a beat 'em up in a while, and this one's kind of a newer beat
0: 'em up. Because mm-hmm. I think the last one we tried playing was like an uh, old one, so, Renegade. Yeah, which maybe a newer one with more modern gameplay would be something we'd yeah. like more. <laughs> yeah. But we chose that one because I had a couple copies of that
1: one. I was like, hey, let's let's give it a shot. So mm-hmm. it's uh, how long the beat has it at two and a half hours. So yeah. that's less than a weekend. Yeah, I feel like we
0: could play that for a bit, and I know that Kale and I were wanting to play a little bit of our own games to try to wrap up for the year, so you know, I was wanting to play Pokemon Legends Arceus, and then you were wanting to play Elden Ring, so it's like, give us a little extra time to play some on our own, Um, and then uh, we also plan to start our Pokemon Mm play-along here at some point soon.
1: Yeah, uh, it's mostly because Connor is doing exactly what Ash is doing in the show. He needs time to kind of prep. Um, I'm I'm somewhat following the show, but I don't really need to do any kind of prep. So I think the episode after this one, when you're hearing it, will be when we start it. So episode seven after episode seventy six. Yeah. So so stay tuned for seventy seven because that's when you'll start hearing about it. Indeed. So. Yeah, I got nothing, man. <laughs> That's it. It's it it's just been a boring week. Yeah, it's that time of year where I don't know, it
0: just seems like things are a little less exciting for a while. Mhm. You know, it's and, and the weather's changing and hey, we got daylight savings time coming up on Sunday, I think. I thought I thought we put an end to that. I don't think that takes place until Oh, actually, I think it's in some branch of the government is in the final stages of approving that. So that if at the soonest it would take place next year,
1: I guess that makes sense. So, but uh, we, uh, I am looking to get to, to quote gaining an extra hour of sleep, but I'm also not looking forward to feeling like I'm at work for an hour longer. Yeah, because my internal clock is so used to like four o'clock feeling like four o'clock and then it feels like four o'clock i look at my watch and it's three i'm like fuck oh
0: it's gonna mess with me for a while it always does that's why i'm gonna be happy when we're done with it Mm -hmm. But,
1: but yeah guys that'll pretty much do it thank you so much for listening uh if you like the show like and subscribe or if you don't like the show tell your friends maybe they'll like it uh we also have merch which the link is down in the description And thank you guys and we'll see you next time.